Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup Book Series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's a joy to be with you this morning, and I am so looking forward to this show. The topic is great. It's going to make you walk out of here just floating on a cloud, so anxious to face the day. But let's remember what second wind is about, and it is that second wind that you will get that day. You know, life is all about change, and whether we want it or not, whether we think we can handle it or not, or how well we do, is uh, inevitable that we will face change in our lives. So, Second Wind was sort of born out of the idea that myself, even, going through change, sometimes we just need that extra push. We need to hear somebody's story that tells us of their change and open our ideas and our thoughts to what we can do and excel in our lives. We have internal changes, such as physical. We have external changes, such as job change, death, divorce, any number of changes like this. And that's why Second Wind is so important to help us move through those. Just take them on and face them and get through them. And find the joy in them. So, as we go on, I want you to get your cup of coffee, find your favorite chair, and sit back and just enjoy this next hour. My guest today is Rosalind Cotton. And Rosalind and I met at a very interesting workshop in California within the last year. And Rosalind's topic is so interesting that they even made a movie out of it, not from her book, which she will share with us, but certainly from the topic that she has. And the movie that I'm referring to is Pay It Forward, which was a movie, uh, I'm not quite sure what year it came out, but Kevin Spacey Spacey was in that movie, and it was about an 11-year-old boy who was challenged by his teacher to do something big in his school year for three people who really needed it. And so it's a heartfelt, warm story that develops, and you really leave the theater with this this 
drive that you want to go out and make such a change to somebody's life. Well, my guest today, Rosalind, has has created a book that kind of gives you the very same feeling. And she also recognizes that the kindness is being done out there. And she, as a teacher, helps to spur it on through her classroom work. Rosalind is a teacher, but she is also has her own company, which is coaching and professional speaking. And through her speaking in the classroom, she challenges her students to do random acts of kindness. So, Rosalind, I welcome you today to the show. Oh, good morning. It's such a pleasure to speak to you this morning from bright and sunny Southern California. How's the world by you? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's hot. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Texas. Yeah, Texas uh, heat is really hot. Yeah. But I'm so interested in this subject. It seems to be something that uh, people are really drawn to. Um, and I was quite interested as I read your book, how it impacted so many lives. But before we actually get into your wonderful book, I want to talk a little bit about you. How did you get into teaching and, of well, course, your speech work? Well, it's, it's really kind of interesting. When I graduated from Cal State North, which was my master's degree that I went back to after um, 10 years out of school, and so for the ladies out there, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd like to tell them this, that when we think we're going in one direction in life, it's not always the end zone, because in my life I've made five different changes. Five! Oh, my and, gosh. And it was just, it was just from, from one door to the next, to the next, to the next. Yeah. And so, and so we'll just start off with, I was in college, and uh-huh. I went to graduate school because I was, um, had worked in an elementary school after being in sales. I sold Spanish commercial radio time. Spanish commercial radio time, I decided I wanted to do something different and went back to, to school to, to get a, a degree. And I initially started with elementary school kids. And I realized it was more a behavioral problem than it really was teaching. I said, oh, this isn't for me. I'm going to go do something else. Right. And so I then went back to college and got my master's degree. And when I got my master's degree, the first thing I did is I went out and did corporate training. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I worked a lot in the manufacturing, the aerospace industry, and I still remember this one company that was down in Orange County, and I remember the parts that they made, and I remember the people, but there's one story I remember. The manager came up to me. I was doing training in Spanish because I'm bilingual in Spanish, and he said, I want you to put this program together, and I read this article in the newspaper. It's about how people in the military become excellent managers, mm. and I want you to put this into our classroom. And it was talking about how in the military we learn, we learn structure, we learn orders, we learn organization, we learn attention to detail, and so on and so forth. And these are exactly yeah. the same skills that people in management so desperately, desperately need. Yes. And, then there, mm. and there was that company that I did that, and there was these wonderful people. There's this place in Santa Monica. It's called um, Casa Vega. And mm-hmm. they were so impressed by my teaching because in all my classes, in everything I do, no matter where I am, I tell my students, I want you to go out and show me how it works in the real world and come back and tell me the stories. And every person who's ever been in my class is so overwhelmed by my enthusiasm, my passion for everything I do. 
it is just the most incredible thing. These people were so grateful. They yeah. put upon me this, this, you know, this gift of appreciation. It was just like, wow. I always yeah. say in my book, we never know yeah. the words we say whose life we might go ahead and impact. And now, Rosalind, have you always been a person that thought of others? Has this a character, um, a characteristic of you? I I really think so, because going back to my life as a youngster, my, my mother was always involved in giving to the community. Um, mm. She was a campfire leader. My sisters were involved in competitive swimming. She was involved in the temple. She was involved yes. in the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And she always had this, this caring for other people. Mm. And... Um, I think I, I learned it as a part of growing up, and I, I think my siblings are also go ahead and reflect that that giving and 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 doing to to other people um, as as something that's really important. And I've right. seen it happen over and over and over again throughout my life. Right. Yeah, it's really important to have those um, the that behavior implanted into you when you're younger. I think it's. Easy, it's accepted more as just a way of life when it's when it's introduced earlier in your life. Um, so hats off to your mom for uh, doing that work and and uh, teaching her children about giving. Um, there's another topic that, as I looked at your resume, was just fascinating to me. You are a motivational speaker. And uh, you've been in education how many years? Over 16 years now. 16 years working with college students and universities in, in Southern California. And I also work with inner city high school students. And so when did you decide to go and start your own company in this, with the speaking, coaching and professional well, speaking? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because, like I said, I've, I've done many things. And... Uh-huh. Um, I just have to go back so people can see the transition because life is full of changes. The average person has five to seven careers. It's right. A career is not a life sentence. It's a choice and it's an opportunity. So when I graduated college, I, I took a year and I spent traveling around the world promoting cultural understanding. It was the oh, best cool. year I ever had. Yeah. And I opened up <laughs> doors of understanding and it's forever enriched my life. And from there, I went and learned the, the streets of retail. And uh-huh. I had a neighbor who told me this very important message when I said, why did I graduate college or why am I just calling up numbers at Costco and Price Well, this just means nothing. <laughs> this is the most important skill that you can learn uh-huh. human relations. Yes, and that's true. It's <laughs> all about human relations. And so I went from, from that to following my first dream, which was the field of advertising. And I mm-hmm. wanted to be a copywriter. Notice this link of copywriting. Mm-hmm. Because it parlays yes. into writing the book later on. I was a copywriter, and um, I did work and realized the most fun for me is my vivacious personality that was in sales. And so I yes. did uh-huh. copywriting for um, radio and television. And then um, from the television and the radio, when the market um, took a fall in Santa Fe, New Mexico, I moved to California, and I then was in... Uh, Spanish television affiliate of Univision, and from Univision, I um, decided I would do a little bit of work in nonprofits, and from the nonprofit world, <laughs> I then entered back into um, the corporate training world, and I was doing yeah. corporate training, 
and then the bottom fell out of there, and I went into teaching, and so I started teaching. You, that's how you started. I'm sorry? <laughs> we are going, now we're going to take a short break here, and we will be back, and when we come back, I really want to talk about this uh TEDx experience that you have had. So when we come back, we'll explain that and how you got involved with that. So I'm so grateful that our listeners are with us today. Stay tuned because there's much more coming. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Be sure to register your copy of Sam at www.spatialaudio.com. You'll feel warm and squishy inside once you do. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. This is Buzz Local Radio. We had the three topics here, and we just added a fourth because we started talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yep, in a band. He's in the band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day. That so day. We had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four I or five that songs feeling. that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. <laughs> I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not let me wear my pants backwards Darn. to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wack. <laughs> Buzz Local Radio. Available for free. Free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Rosalind Khan, and she has a business, coaching and professional speaking. We met at a conference in uh, California about six months ago, and she was just delightful, and I loved her topics that she was telling us and her new book. And as, as you can see from the first segment, she is a woman with diversified background. So, Rosalind, you were telling us about how you had gotten into um, your career. And so you had, we had sort of broke off with, uh, you had just started into teaching, I believe. Right, 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 right. Okay. 
So, yes, I'd just gotten into teaching. Uh, my father had said when I graduated college that speaking was really important, so I began working in Toastmasters, and that was through the beginning of my career. So when I got into teaching, it was a, a natural parallel to that. I teach mm-hmm. public speaking skills, and I also teach English as a second language, so I pick up on my international bit. And um, it was through that teaching that the market took a little bit of a turn, and I was worried about the economy that I decided to go out and see if I could do some public speaking as a professional deal. And so yeah. I went in the year of the, the Sunny Point, Connecticut incident. I gave my first speech at a, at a uh, storytelling club. And it was hmm. from that experience that I had talked to a person from TED because I'd been volunteering for about a couple of years with the TEDx in Pasadena. And now, I want to tell, tell our listeners, if you will, what TEDx is. Okay. Um, the TED organization is it's technology entertainment and design, and there used to be these big events where only the rich and the famous got to go ahead and see them, and they talk about sharing great ideas, and what has happened over the years is they've gone from the upper echelon of the class to absolutely every corner of the world. If your listeners go online and they simply go ahead and put a TEDx, there's probably five or six different events that's going on in different parts around the world. It's absolutely just amazing, and it's Mm -hmm. uh, quite competitive to to go ahead and, and be chosen to to speak on the TED stage. So when I was given um, the opportunity, I had done my first speech in, um, it was the Conejo TED TED conference, and it was about education and music and how the two of them had had intertwined with one another. And my talk was, language comes to life. And it was how Uh I took my students to the theater, and it Mm -hmm. changed the way they learn English. And it was so utterly Unbelievable. Yes. The greatest thing that ever could have happened to me. <laughs> so the responses were very positive, and that gave you a lot of incentive to go do more. Is that the results of that talk? Or oh my, oh my God, that was that was just the beginning, and and it's been an up, it's been uphill ever since then, and just all in the, the positive way. If I gave that in January, if January. Um, 2013 and we're in 14. It's just a year that I've, I've done that. It's just amazing the response I've been, the stages I've been, the audiences I've touched. I worked with a gentleman um, in, in Pasadena. His name is Greg. And Greg mm-hmm. was the, the Craig is the coordinator of the event in, in Pasadena. His name is me right now. But when we finished, he said, if there's anything I can do with you, let me know. And so he came on as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I had this vision that I wanted to be out of the classroom and speaking. And so he had me put together a six-month plan. And in the six-month plan, I was just going to talk to 25 coaches and 25 speakers. And on the piece of paper, I was going to write a book. I had no idea what this book was going to be about. Mm-hmm. And when my book was published this last April, one of the first people I went ahead and, and wrote a, an email to was, was, was Greg Apodeca. And I sent him an email, and I said, you're never going to believe this. My book is out, and this weekend was my first book signing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. I just could take a finger at my spine thinking about it. Uh-huh. It's real. <laughs> Still. It is, it, is, it, is just, it is just sure happiness beyond a shadow of a doubt. Just yeah. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Right. Well, it is quite an accomplishment. Um, I have so many friends, of course, and you and I both in this coaching world 
that have written um, major awesome books, and they all seem to offer so many, so much good information. So it is quite an accomplished accomplishment to write a book. Um, now, the workshop that you and I met in was Eldana uh, Fernandez's workshop. Uh, that was about six months ago, about negotiations, which is an awesome workshop as well. So anyway, uh, were you, you were assisting at that workshop. Were you not or were you participating? Okay. Yeah, Eldana and I are in this program that, that, that's called Frontier Training. This guy by the name of Clinton Swain who lives this experiential training and it's absolutely beyond the wildest dreams. Uh-huh. All around the world, giving his classes, and in contrast to other people who've done other training programs, you go one class and that's it. He has 30 different courses that he offers. And when you become uh-huh. a lifetime member, you're able to attend any, all, and all the upcoming courses. And there's actually a part of my book in the end of it where I talk about moving forward and moving on and other incredible things. It was the mm-hmm. last time I was at Clinton's training here in, in, in San Diego. And there's a person I'm meeting today whose name is Ray and his, 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 his wife I'm supposed to be meeting this morning. They have this beautiful company on the other side of the world that work with pure oils, that work with pure oils. Yeah. And the owner of this, this particular company had been in this indigenous community and felt so bad for the people that, that live there mm-hmm. that created a school. And he started a school based on this company because he, he saw the, the destitute and how, how hard and how rough it was in this particular country that he wanted to go ahead and, and help them right. out. And so, yeah. yeah, and so I was I was a part of the, the group that Eldana knew from Frontier Training. She had also been through Clinton's program, and she invited uh, people out who'd been through this training because when you go through Frontier Training, you get a lot of energy, a lot of pizzazz, and she just uh-huh. knew that to go ahead and kick this event off, she wanted to, to have that energy to impact other people. There was a, a huge group of people from the defense industry from Arizona. I don't remember the, the company that they were from. And they yeah. began kind of clickish and kind of kept to themselves. But we had this rock star night. And, oh, my God, you couldn't get those people <laughs> off the stage. They were just absolutely going crazy. Well, and, I want to, okay, okay, well, let's go back and talk about your book, though. I loved hearing, I mean, it was indeed an experience being at that workshop, and I met so many interesting people. It was a fun, fun event. But I want to know how you came up with the idea for your book. I mean, you told us sort of that you you were uh, encouraged to do the book, but how did you come up with the idea of the topic being random act of, acts of kindness? Well, that's, that's really funny because in part of the introduction of the book, I say I always wanted to write a book one day, and, and a, a, a speaker from a train, a speaker with an organization said, "Well, when you figure out what you want to do, come back and let me know." A friend of mine had suggested I read this book by Tony Shay, Zappos, "The Pursuit of Passion, Profits, and Purpose," and I read this book, and something just clicked. Zappos is the eighth best company in the world to work with. They don't only really sell shoes. But in their whole company, they go out and they do these random acts of kindness. They have a coach to go ahead and empower them to new and better ways. They offer any person who reads that book the chance to go ahead and visit their company. I have pictures of them oh, sitting on a throne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry? Yes. I was just agreeing. Oh, yeah. That... So it was, it was, 
it was absolutely amazing to go to this company, and on the wall they had stories of things they had done. And I said, what if I could take this back to my students in the classroom? And I want to see how it works with my students, because today's students have 35 hours a week. they got family issues, problems, boyfriends, girlfriends, you name it. And then they go to school. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep students' mind in the classroom instead of on all the other problems that are out there. And so I said, what if I brought these random acts of kindness? Would that go ahead and change the clock of time? Mm-hmm. And that was where the idea was born. And it hasn't stopped ever since then. It hasn't stopped ever since then. So how did you bring it into the classroom? As an assignment or just a challenge? Or how did you bring this into the classroom? Well, I, I brought it in as I want to do something, and I started as an extra credit. Um, I read this book, and it was really important. I had these all these quotes that I'd highlighted that were really memorable, and I'd write them on the board, and every day we'd begin the class with one of these quotes, and I said, what if we went out and we started doing these random acts of kindness? Mm-hmm. So I asked them to go out and do them, and in a public speaking and an ESL class, most people are definitely afraid of public speaking. And mm-hmm. when the students came in and they started sharing their stories, four amazing things happened. This is number one fear of standing up in front of a group and speaking. And when they stood up in front of my class and they told that story, mm-hmm. it was like that fear just melted away. It was mm-hmm. like beyond anything you could ever imagine. And mm-hmm. not only was it that fear that went ahead and shifted and changed, but, yeah. but then when they told the stories, people who had cell phones would take those phones and they'd put them down. And they were focused on listening to each and every word that was there. Mm-hmm. If you had taken a thermometer and measured the temperament of the class, it was calm, it was serenity, and there was peacefulness throughout the whole class. Mm-hmm. And the well, final I... thing was uh-huh. it changed the world. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I think, yes, you could tell that is the barometer when they put their cell phones down. From oh, what yes, I hear most parents say, they never take those out of their hands. Oh, that's so, for sure. Yeah, so that would, be, that would be your feedback, would it not, to definitely oh, yes. see change there. Uh, the even thought that they would have cell phones in the uh, classroom is just beyond me because I've been out of teaching for so many years. But um, <laughs> that was, but I'm, I'm curious, and we only have a short time here, so I may have to cut you off. But was it e- that easy to sell that they would go out and do a random act of kindness? Um, think about that, because when we come back, I would like to talk about How easy was it to sell that to the younger generation to go out and do some random act of kindness to somebody they did or did not know? Um, We are talking today with Robin Hunt. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. We are family. 
Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political, too nice to be real, tame, even though you really want to be unleashed, like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending. Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. LinkedIn. It's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you? Every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking about random acts of kindness. Uh, Rosalind Kahn is my guest today. She is coaching and professional speaker, and she is a teacher, and she has inspired the random acts of kindness into her classrooms. So, Rosalind, when we went to break, we talked about that you had given a challenge or an opportunity for your students to go out and do an act of kindness. Now, my question was, wasn't this a little difficult to sell to your students? And and the answer is no. You see, we're all hard triggered to absolutely go out and do nice things. Mm-hmm. It's just whether we choose to listen to them or not. And when you go right. and you, you, you tell these, these stories, it's, it's amazing how students respond. It's like their heart opens up and they, they, they take it in. They take it in, in in ways you never would have imagined before. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us an example of one of those stories that your students came back with. Well, as, as you asked in that question, God, I have five stories that, that run through my head. And, I, and, and the, one, the one that I'm, I'm going to get to you is, 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 is this one. It's my first reaction. There was a lady who was in my ESL class, and um, she was probably from Armenia or something like that. She was driving on the freeway one day, and she sees this man at the side of the road who's 
standing over his wife, and he's absolutely petrified, petrified. Mm -hmm. And she comes over, and she stands over the lady, and she says these words. The lady is eyes closed. And she says these words, God loves you. And she repeats again, God loves you. And as she says those words, the woman's eyes flicker open and she opens them and the husband is just jumping up and down. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the ambulance came and they, they took her away. And she's a very religious person. And we never know the power of where our religious person is that we hold close to us in our hearts and in our minds. But at that moment, the whole class was just, oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was mm. amazing to, to see mm. that just saying those words could bring the person from the other side back to where we are here and now. Right. And I, yeah. I just wish I had, I had time to tell you that the three others, because they're, they're equally incredible. Yeah. But um, go ahead. But that's what the book is all about. If I told all the stories, they wouldn't have anything to read. And so I just want to let them know that it's available <laughs> on Amazon. And uh -huh. all they have to do is look at Random Acts of Kindness Are Changing the World. And you can find this book. You can even, if you have a Kindle device, you're, you're able to go ahead and read a preview of the book, and you'll see the preview of the story. And they are so yes. amazing. Um, can I share one more story, please, please, pretty please? Oh, I'd love for you to share those stories. I, I was at my dentist this week, and yes. um, I was telling her about this book of Random Acts of Kindness, and she said, i got to say my father. My father is retired, and when he retired, he went out and he mimicked what my wife had done. My wife is a volunteer. She goes ahead and serves seniors each and every day. And so he went out into um, a home of people who had Alzheimer's, who my mother suffered from. And he says he'd uh -huh. go in this home, and these people's heads would be dropped down by the side and dreary. And, and he says, I'd come in, and I'd bring in this music from the 20s and the 30s, and their heads would be... <clears throat> bopping and going up and down and it was like he, he rekindled the, the life in them. It was just so yeah. amazing. And then mm -hmm. he went ahead and he, he brought in the old movies and when the old movies came out, it was like another part of them was, was rekindled and reignited. And mm. just sitting there listening, we talked about the power of the pictures and how the pictures bring so much of them back. And with mm -hmm. each experience he had done, he turned on to some other different society that he wanted to go ahead and help. And it was so awe-inspiring because, like I said, whenever I tell my stories of random acts of kindness, someone else has one of their own that they want to go ahead and share. Yes. Yeah. And so did you find out if this, this man, does he continue this and do it weekly, or is it something he just did one time? Or uh, yeah, yeah. He had continued in three to four different organizations, and unfortunately, I guess recently, his, his health has taken the better side of him, and he yes. has to go ahead and, and pull back because of his own illnesses and right. so forth, but his wife is still out there doing it for many, many years, and um, my, my dentist, Dr. Statman, out in, in Burbank's Dr. Dodge's office, uh, mm -hmm. one of her assistants had gotten the book and was just absolutely raving about the book and the stories, and so when I told my dentist, she said, I want to come out and bring my parents. And so I'm giving a speech tomorrow, tomorrow night. It's in the Mid-Valley Regional Library. It's out in Northridge, California. 
and uh-huh. um, it, it'll be interesting to, to see who all, who all comes out and, and is, is there to hear it, because I'm going to be talking about the book and the stories and how it all came together, and, you know, I, I hope the listeners out there might be inspired by the story, and I do, I do speak, and I'd love to come out and uh, speak to people beyond the California and the, and the real-life space. It's nothing like seeing me in person. Right. Uh, did Now, you when we were visiting earlier, you told me of another story where you had uh, visited a, a senior citizen home or somebody had. Uh, you, and that could even be that man's story that you just shared. But mm-hmm. I think well, that's... There's, there's another senior story that I need to tell your audience because this story just, just came to me. And it is the power of what my book is talking about. Last January, I went on a cruise to the Grand Turks, the Canaan Islands. And while I was there on the final night, the last dinner, this woman came and joined my table. And as she sat down, she said, I lost my husband of 61 years ago. And I came on this cruise simply to to move on. Mm. And Mm -hmm. by chance, I told her about my random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through my business cards, and I happened to turn her card over. This is the most unbelievable thing. When I called her, I had three forms going, because I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, and my assistants weren't with me that day, and I'm answering one call, and another call's coming in, and another one's going in. She goes, you've got to call me back. You've got to call me back. You've got to call me back. And when I called her back, she told me the story. She said, of all the people I met on that cruise, you, Rosalind Ann Kahn, are the one I've told the most people about. You're the one who inspired me the most. And your idea of random acts of kindness, I took it back to North Carolina. I belong to a Methodist church, and there's 13 widows that go to my church who used to be homebound, desolate, destitute, down and out. Mm-hmm. And I brought to them your stories of random acts of kindness. And when I brought to them your stories of random acts of kindness, you gave them the will to live. They now live with a purpose in their life. You can see their smiles, their expressions. They walk, and they're changed individuals. Right. Yeah. She said, your words go directly to the heart, and you've Uh simply changed this world. And we we talked again this this past weekend, and, and she went on with the beauty and the power of this, and how she wants to take it back to the church and make it part of the required reading, the the book reading, and she teaches young kids and opens up their hearts. And I said, mm-hmm. my goal as a professor is this: I'm the parent to the students who come in my classroom. We don't have that parent, and I don't have any children, so I can give my love and appreciation to them to make tomorrow's leaders better, more powerful yes. adults. Yes. And that's what the whole book is all about, random acts of kindness of changing the world. Right. Well, it certainly does that. You you really outlined four major themes as you kind of go through the book. And this is from your words. The kinder hearts, you demonstrate that. Stronger relationships across society better physical and mental health, and increased wealth. And all of those are wonderful. I mean, there's, oh, yes. uh, why wouldn't we want to affect our, our neighbors and our friends and ourselves 
by doing acts that would um, redeem us in that way. It's just awesome. It's a great book. Uh, and I love the way that all these opportunities are coming about to use your book, Rosalind. Oh so you, you're going to be a busy lady, not only talking about it, but also also sharing it with different people. So um, as we, as I looked at, I was uh, reading one of the stories today about reducing stress by an right. act of kindness. And that was one that you referred to, um, uh, it was by Sean Anchor. Do you remember that quote in your book? Well, I remember Sean Anchor because I, I gave speeches. I gave that speech last week and I'm going to be doing it again this week. I have four speeches that I've booked besides being here in San Diego. And Sean mm-hmm. is, the, is the leader in this whole research on positivity, this whole research on positivity one of the key things he said is not only are we hardwired to, to do, do good deeds, but that it but that um, it takes just twenty seconds to change a mindset. And mm-hmm. he began looking at four out of five students who went to Harvard were clinically depressed. Clinically depressed, the best of the best, depressed. What's wrong with this world? And so he said, <laughs> one of them. And he found what one of them did, and he took the results of that one student, and that is really what's framed the difference. If we look at life at what's good, if we look at life at what's bright and beautiful, it's amazing things what happen. I was talking to, to a lady, um, and she was talking about the power of the trust and the, and the goodness that's out there. She's flown okay. from, from Canada. Ross, I'm going to break in. I'm sorry to do this, but we're going to cut us off here for our for our break. So if you can hold that thought, I really want to share it when we get back uh, from the break. So Rosin Khan is our speaker today. She's sharing her wonderful book with us about random acts of kindness. Not only the acts that she uh, tells about in the book, but also some of the acts that she has done in encouraging her students to go out and put random acts of kindness back into their lives and enriching other people's lives. So we will be back shortly with more stories from Rosalind. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. 
Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, TrishaGoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Good morning. We are having a fabulous time with Rosalind Kahn, and we are talking about random acts of kindness. So, Rosalind, before we went to the last break, you were telling a, a great story about, uh, we talked about, um, up, up. about a friend, uh, of, a friend of mine who'd recent, uh, recently who had come, come from Canada to attend this conference here, and mm-hmm. she had changed, she had trained, changed planes, she put her purse up on top and her stuff on the bottom, and she was so involved. She was involved with the healing arts with the oils and so forth and was in this beautiful conversation with the person. And when she got off the plane, she realized she lost her bag and she left her passport on it. And when yes. she went ahead to, to, to call to get someone to help, no one could help her. It was, it was just gone. And she took a moment to go ahead and think to herself and ask the powers to be but somehow... It would all be okay. And suddenly, out of nowhere, the window of opportunity opened and the plane came back and someone brought it back and she got all the things that, that were hers, that were rightfully hers. How what do you mean the plane back? came back? They, 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 had, they had taken, they had taken the, the, her bag. They had taken her bag and, uh-huh. and they, had, they had brought it back to her. And mm. so her passport that she was missing was, was returned to her. And the materials that, that she was missing, she was able to get to her next location because someone had gone ahead and, and, and brought it back to her. Someone had mm. taken it off, and they mm. had seen it and, and realized that this was important, that this person had it. And so she wasn't out of, um, out of the, the dire state that she'd lost the stuff and she wasn't able to go on because those were her luggage tags, those were her passports, and that's how she was going to get in the United States. Well, you know, you just spurred me on. There was, uh, I just finished a trip with my daughter and, and we were in England and the very same thing happened. My daughter lost her passport and this uh, man that had taken us from one airport to another airport was kind enough to find it in the back of his car, bring it back to us, to an, and he was diligent in calling us until we had that passport in our hand, which you, that was a random act of kindness. Thank you for um, uh, jolting my mind to remember 
I was also a recipient of an act of kindness last week. So, um, thank you, Rosalind. No, no it's, it's pretty heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, every time I tell a story, it reminds someone of some random act of kindness that, that, was, that was done for them. It which, worked. Which, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it does. Yes, yes it, does. it does. Yeah. Well, I want you to share with us, before we tell, I want another story, but I want people to also know two other things, where they can buy your book. So where would that be? Okay, right now my my book is available on Amazon. It's available Mm -hmm. on CreateSpace. They can get the Kindle version. In Southern Mm -hmm. California, I'm really proud to say that um, the Agape Angels Quiet Mind has my book that's here in Culver City. I'm just on the verge of being on Ingram. And I know any day that book is going to be up, and I have three to four other bookstores going to be made available. I have the books also available in Northridge. Uh, mm-hmm. I gave a book signing at Perks, Rest- Perks Coffee House that is on Nordoff and Balboa in the far corner next to, um, next to Albertson's. Mm-hmm. And the CVS store, and on the corner there is Wyler's Restaurant. They also have several copies of those books. My right. book is, is available. I strongly encourage people to get it online. They can see the testimonials that have been, been written up there. People have said the stories are so heartwarming. They could mm-hmm. even be a children's book. And I was staying with my sister here in, in San Diego when I was explaining my enthusiasm in my book for young kids. said, we want a copy of her book, Mommy. I think that sounds like a great book. <laughs> and, and, a, yes. and, a, and a, one of the, the testimonials was, the power of my stories even reaches young children's hearts. Young children's right. hearts, be it, be it yes. children, be it senior. There's a, a business group that I gave a speech to last week. It's called Out West Marketing out in Canoga Park. And when I gave the speech, there was, there was a guy who was a realtor, and he said, you know, Rosalind, as I, as I listen to your stories, of random acts of kindness, it's something we all know, but we really need to do more of. Yeah. We really need to do more of. There was mm. a, a student of mine who saw me speak live in person at Santa Monica College. It was to the Honor Society, and his words were this. When I saw your speech, I felt empowered that I wanted to go out and do something nice for someone else. And I mm. had that warm glow it was inside of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the power is, is, is beyond your wildest expectations. And it's available right. to all of us. And yeah, it helps us we feel. all have that power within us. Now, could you tell us also your website? Can they get your book on your website? Right. They can, they can go to my website, and it's my name. It's Rosalind. Let me spell it for you. It's R, as in Robert, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam, A as in Albert, L as in Linda, Y as in Yolanda, N as in Nancy, last name is Khan, K as in Kangaroo, A as in Africa, H as in Henry, and N as in Nancy. That's rosalindkhan.com. On that webpage, they go to the About page, and under the About page, they'll see a link that will go ahead and take them right into to Amazon that they can go ahead and order it. And on my webpage, they can, they can see my TED Talk. They can see the other speeches I've gone ahead and given and all the amazing things that's been going on, including my speaking events of where I'll be in the next uh, 
six months, and every day there's new events that are that are coming up there. So please go ahead and visit that RosalindCon.com. There's one venue that you can visit to go ahead and order the book. You can also uh-huh. go to Amazon, or you can go to um, Create Space, and you can go ahead and download a Kindle copy. Right. Uh, what is probably been one of the most important things that you have realized out of writing this book? Well, I had a book signing last week, mm-hmm. and and every day I come to the realization of how this whole book of random acts of kindness has, has truly changed me. And I just want to revisit for the people who don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. It's really tough. It's really hard. You, I was up at 1.30 this morning because someone didn't send something out. I couldn't sleep. I was up till 3.30. I got up at 5 o'clock. And here I am this morning because I love it. But on the <laughs> book signing, on the book signing, I got there. And when I got there, I gave a speech the day before. And a half an hour before the event, my tripod was left at the last event. What was I going to do? Oh. I couldn't leave. And, yeah. and so... I called my husband. I said, let me see if I can find a friend. I called two friends. Two friends both brought them to me. It's really hard to go ahead and promote an event. The average event planner, I'm sure you can go ahead and agree, you, you have an estimate of how many people are going to show up, and half of them shows up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I right. thought 40 people. My brother said there was 50 people that were there. When my, my video equipment didn't work, there was a lady who came because she saw that the message on this random acts of kindness, and she loved it. And she, mm-hmm. she simply came and showed up. <laughs> so there were two people working on my video um, when the video didn't work. We went around and we told this story, and the story is just amazing. We did the story, and it went something like this. There's a lady who wrote a book, and the book went to the national number one New York bestsellers list. This bestseller was turned into a TV show. From the TV show, it was turned into a major movie. That major movie starred Angelina Jolie. It went in front of the United Nations. And when they now, is this, this the future of your book that we're hearing? Well, what's the amazing part, and the reason I'm sharing, this is a vision that I had in my head, and my yes. audience had, had serendipitously picked up on it ah. and was telling it to me and was telling uh-huh. it to me. And my my nephew... His name is Zachary Khan. Is mm-hmm. a young child of eight years old. Looked at me and said, "What took you so long to write this book, Aunt Rosalind?" <laughs> and so here are these adults and these people of all different ages, and 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 I'm touching their hearts, and it's just wow. Seeing that event yeah. with over fifty people there, seeing my 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 young nephew and my nieces and people from all corners of life, and when we say you never know the smallest thing you could do can change someone's life. People came yes. up to me afterwards and said, I met someone who was a postman, and, and she was a teacher, and I was a postman, and how did that relationship happen? A good buddy of mine, Kate Thompson, has done so many random acts for me. When I couldn't get my flyers at 3 o'clock in the morning, I said, could you go ahead and do them? And the, and the business opened up at, at 8 o'clock so she could go ahead and get them and brought them to me. She's the most yes. amazing woman. She's doing the random acts of kindness for the 4th of July, and on the 4th of July, she's having people bring gifts for young unwed mother. As an inspiration oh. of a random act of kindness that I had done for another event where we gave out water in, in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl Parade. I'm opening so many hearts yes. to this world yeah. of random acts of kindness. It never, yeah. it never stops. 
And it's the right. smallest things we do that changes people's lives. And I would encourage your listeners, whatever place you're at, whatever doom and gloom you feel, simply pick up the phone, talk to a stranger, smile at someone, open the door, listen to something someone else has said, and you'll be amazed. You'll start feeling better almost immediately, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Rosalind, the enthusiasm that this passion that you have is certainly felt by everyone listening. I mean, it really is inspiring to know the joy that it can bring to somebody's life just knowing that they've helped somebody else and how they have also helped themselves. So I want to thank you for being my guest today, for sharing your message, for sharing your passion and your enthusiasm about your book and what its message is. So I really appreciate that we were brought together and you have shared your message So, for my guests out there, I hope that you'll go out, buy this book, implement some of the great ideas that you will read about in this book, and put it as part of your life, random acts of kindness. Till next week, I hope you'll do at least one thing this week, and you'll share it with us on the website. Thank you for being with us today. Always a pleasure to share great works that are being done by women that have gotten their second wind. Second Wind is a show about the energy and inspiration of people. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second Wind.